0: energy, the interactive podcast providing resources for building a better life. I am Zena Ashe. I am your conduit, your coach, and your catalyst to that better life. Uh, A coach draws out hidden potential. A conduit provides a connection and a catalyst sparks change. So today I'm going to be talking with Siraj Rakim. So say hi to the people.
1: How y'all doing everybody?
0: And he is an amazing poet. He's a rapper. Uh, He's a director. He's working on a film called For the Love of Poetry. He is an actor, and he can tell us about some of the things that he's acted in. So he has multi-talents. And he also is someone like me who is on this journey trying to improve our lives through what I call Zenergy, but we're going to call it tonight the law of attraction. Yeah. Trying to attract what we want into our lives and to... Regardless of where we come from, regardless of our past, regardless of what society would have set out for us and have planned for us, for us to divine our own destiny and for us to decide where we're going. And so I wanted to start off tonight with uh, a little bit of background on myself. You know, I tell you a little bit about myself in every episode, but you're going (laughs) to learn a lot about me tonight. I'm going to be just real transparent. Yeah. Because sometimes people have an attitude of, you know, oh... They just talk. They don't live this stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, that is not the case with me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know it's not the case with Siraj either. Not at all. Um, And so I'm going to talk to you about what I have lived, and I'm going to talk to you about why I have lived this way and, and where I probably would have been had I not taken in some of the teachings that I have been exposed to. So going back to before I was born, Okay, (laughs) my mother, she was going to Spelman and she was engaged to this guy and he graduated and he said, I don't really need a black woman. I need a white woman. A white woman can do more for me than Mm. a black woman. And my mother was heartbroken. She had her whole life planned out with this dude. She left Spelman. She's like, there's too many memories here. I'm gonna go back to Southern. And she met my father there. And my father was actually supposed to be a rebound. He was not supposed to be (laughs) the one because the one got away. (laughs) So about eight weeks after my mom came back home, she ended up pregnant. Mm. And my dad was like, now he knew the whole story, you know, all this stuff. That's kind of, you know, that's is a timing. So he actually was going to break up with her and he took her home and he was dropping her off and he watched my mom walk into the house cuz he was a gentleman. He watched her walk into the house, watched her walk up to the steps. And she had just told him that she was pregnant. She had told a couple other people. Well, when my my grandfather, my mother's father opened that door, he started beating my mother with his fist because she was pregnant. She wasn't married. Mm-hmm. And my father saw that. He walked up the steps. He took my mother into his car. He said, we're going to the courthouse to get married just in case that's my child. I'm not leaving you in a situation like this. That is how my parents' marriage started. Okay. So I grew up in a household where there was tension, where my father kind of felt trapped by my mother, and my mother felt like this was not the life she signed up for. And that could have led to me having a lot of insecurity issues. Cause every now and then my dad would be like, I don't even know if you're mine. I don't know why you expect me to do all this stuff for you. You know, even though he was a great man and I I'm, I'm so grateful for so many things he did. That was one thing that he did. That was a little <laughs> painful. Mm-hmm. So being a kid who feels unwanted, I could have gotten into all kind of trouble. Add to that the fact that before I was 12, I had been raped and molested by a family member That could have led to me being a single mother. That could have led to me having all kinds of problems. It did lead to a few issues and somebody in my family knew and they told me to be quiet about it. That's what happens in a lot of black families, you know? So I was one of those, you know, 60% of black women that gets molested or raped before they're 18. And... I had low self-esteem, the person who molested me, who raped me told me this happens to all pretty little black girls. So I didn't want to be a pretty little black girl. I was very tomboyish. I didn't wear makeup the whole time that I went to school. I didn't really want to wear dresses. I didn't, I didn't want to be anything feminine you you know, cause I just, I associated femininity with vulnerability in a bad way. And that could have led to all kinds of problems. But I did have some good role models that came in my life and said, Hey, here's some books, read these books. You know, here's people who overcame read about Maya Angelou. She was raped. She was molested. Look at all the things she's done. And so rather than see myself as a victim, I saw myself as a person that could overcome. Mm -hmm. And I saw myself as a person who could change what had happened to me in terms of, I didn't have to let it define me. Mm -hmm. And you know, I still had some issues because being raised with some abuse in my past, I did end up getting married to an abusive man twice. One was physically violent. The other one was kind of emotionally abusive. Um, I had to get away from both of those things. So I have been on a journey ever since I was a teenager, when I was a little suicidal, when I felt unwanted, overweight, unattractive, scared to be attractive. I had all these issues, didn't go to counsel until I was in my twenties, probably needed a lot sooner. But the law of attraction and, and being told that, Hey, you know, you have control over your attitude. You have control over what you're putting out in the universe. And if you sow the right seeds, you're going to get a great result. That gave me a lot of power because I grew up feeling Helpless. I grew up feeling like a victim. But when I learned about the law of attraction, I also learned about just all the laws of the universe Um, that and at the time I was a Christian, you know, that along with the Bible, along with going to church, it kind of made me feel like I could take control and I could step outside of this. Role that society had put me in as you know a victim of incest, a victim of abuse, you know a a a kid who was in a a broken family, da 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 da, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All of these labels that people put on you, um, I didn't have to be. I didn't have to be any of those labels. Mm-hmm. I could actually begin to say I am and put something positive behind that. Mm-hmm. I am victorious. I am successful. I am favored by God. I am anointed. I am talented. And I began to say that about myself. And then I began to see myself differently. I began to write it down. I began to post it around my house. You know, all of these words, because I really believe in the power of words, you know, putting up things that remind you of who you are. So, I wanted to share that with you, you know, because I'm getting ready to do this goal setting workshop on the second. Um, and it's going beyond the vision board. And when I'm talking about putting together a, a a goal setting toolbox, I'm not talking about theory. I'm talking about this is what I did so that I didn't end up a statistic. This is what I did, you know, when I decided I wanted to go to college and got there on a full scholarship, you know, When I decided I wanted to leave my marriage and I was not going to be one of those women under the poverty line, you know, on, on welfare, barely making ends meet. When I decided I wanted to start a business, not just one, I have three businesses. All right. When I became a teacher and I said, I don't want to just be the average teacher. I have been nominated for teacher of the year six times. I've won twice. I've been runner up three times. I have two national awards for teaching, one from the Nobel foundation, one from the university of Chicago. I have a congressional award for activism. So, you know, I'm not saying all of this to toot my own horn in a sense. I'm saying this because I'm grateful. There were people that came into my life and they spoke life into me. They planted seeds in me. They put books in front of me. They put, you know, role models in front of me. They said, you know, look at Ruby Dee. You know, look at Diane Carroll. Look at these women. You know, look at Cicely Tyson. That's what they put in front of me. And I said, you know what, if Eartha Kitt can do this. Eartha Kitt was molested and raped, okay? Mm -hmm. If she could become an icon and overcome segregation, then who am I? I got many more advantages than she did. Who am I not to do that? So when I talk about putting together this goal setting toolbox, I'm talking about pulling those ancestors in that really can motivate you, pulling those books and pulling those songs and those movies and getting together as a group to kind of brainstorm what we can do so that we can move beyond, you know, where we are mm-hmm. and move to something bigger and greater and deeper. And so I wanted to give you a little bit of my background because I could have been something different than what I am, something much less than what I am. I could have been a failure. I could have been a victim. I could have been a drug addict. I could have killed myself when I tried to. But I did not have any of those things happen because of the things that happened to me that were stepping stones for me to attract into my life, better things. And so, you know, I wanted to kind of come to Siraj cause I've been talking for a while, but I invited mm-hmm. him on here cause I know just like I believe in this really strongly and I know that it works. I know that what you think, what you put into your heart, what you speak out of your mouth it can totally transform your life. I know that this man Mm -hmm. knows it too. I know Mm -hmm. he does. So what do you want to tell us? Like, what is your, how did you first get introduced to like the law of attraction and all of that? Like, how did you start? Why did you start?
1: I I actually, I say I stumbled upon it. Mm. Like, okay. So like in, in 95, 94, 95, I was going through a rough time around this time. I wasn't working. I had got laid off. Um I had a daughter at that time. She was like one year old. And me and her mother had split up and I wasn't trying to have that. Like I, my, me and my mom, my dad had got a divorce when I was young. So in my mind from that when I was since a kid, it was my I always had a plan for me to have my kids to have a mother and a father. So when me and uh, her mother broke up, that would that, that was rough for me, you know what I'm saying? So I was going through a rough time, so but I was writing at the time. I was writing a lot of rhymes, but I was writing about what I was going through, the rough times and what I would do because of what I'm going through. And a month later, I'm going through my raps, and everything I wrote down had came to pass, everything. Mm-hmm. And but when I saw that, it's like a bell went off in my mind. I'm like, I was like, it was like, ha ha. <laughs> it's like it's like. So what I'm gonna do? I began to write about what I wanted to happen, rather than me writing about what's going on. I started writing about that I wanted to happen. And ever since then, I've been doing that, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was like, I feel like I stumbled upon it. And so, like, for me, I saw the effects of the laws of attraction. I saw the effects of it. So, But then I began to study it. I began to read books about it. So, I like, I come from a background. My pops was in the nation of Islam. Mm. So uh the first book I ever read was The Message to the Black Man. Mm. And with that book there for me, it... See, first of all, when I was a kid, I always, been, always was aware of a higher power, something greater than us that was in <laughs> control of everything. I've always felt it. I always knew about it. I, I wasn't taught this. I just always knew it. I always felt it. I can remember again my diaper changed, and I've always had a divine presence with me and communicating with me in some kind of way. Like, you know, I heard about they say Jesus spoke in the crib. And when I heard that about that, it brought me back to me. I can remember getting my diaper changed. And I've, I've always had a conversation going on in my, in my mind. So I couldn't talk at the time, but I've always had a conversation going on in my head. And I've, I've always operated from the mental space in, in, in my heart space. Always, always have. So once I began to read about the laws, of, first of all, when I first found out about it, I thought I was the first one that knew, that knew, knew about this. I thought I was like, it was something new. <laughs> but as I began to study it, it's this thing being around since the beginning of time. Yeah, so I'm thinking was something I was up. I find out I, I cracked the code. Like I'm the new, only one know about this thing. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> but that uh, so in YouTube wasn't was not at the time. Like Ninety six. It wasn't it wasn't popping like that. So once I began to get on YouTube, and I use YouTube to study. I I, I studied um all about this on YouTube. I, I watched a lot of videos about a lot of laws of attraction. So once I started studying this thing, for me, it's like. I always was using it, and then for me to hear about people talk about it, to me it, it's like a, was that confirmation? Like this it's real. Like, I this ain't it new. I found out about this. Is, this been going on. This this ancient knowledge. You feel me?
0: Yeah, you're it's, right. It's
1: ancient. It's ancient wisdom. So it's like, and when I read the message of the black man, what that book did for me, it confirmed for me. Cause I, I always felt like I was uh, uh, like a great. I always felt greatness within me, even though I was I was I'm, I'm, I'm from um, New Orleans and I'm in a the, the ghetto type area, and I don't see, I don't see, I don't see greatness around me. But I always felt that I was great, and there was greatness within me. So when I read that book, it confirmed for me why I feel like this. Because we, we, I find out we, we, we come from greatness. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And like so, like in school, all we know about is slavery. They don't, they don't take us back to before that. So I didn't. I always felt like I was a king, and I always felt like I was somebody great. So when I read that book, it confirmed and let me know that, that this is why I feel like this because I am that. You feel me? <laughs> so I've been man ever since then i've been I, I write what i want to happen and these things happen i think about it and it happens you know
0: well you know one thing i tell my students is um thoughts become things mm-hmm. because everything that we see this table Somebody thought, was the idea first. yeah, they <laughs> thought it up first. They thought, I want to make it nine feet long. I want to have this circumference. I want the base to be like this. I want it to be a dark cherry wood. You know, somebody at some time decided, I think the sound moves in waves. And the first time they told somebody that they, the person thought you're crazy. What are you talking mm-hmm. about? Sound moving in waves. What are you talking about? I think I could capture it in a microphone Mm. and I think I could transmit it and capture it in, in a phonograph. I think Mm -hmm. I could capture it, you know, in, in different medium. And they were looking at him like, what are you talking about? (laughs) But everything that we see, it started as a thought
1: in the mind, started in the mind.
0: And so people don't understand that this becomes physical, If you actually pull it from here into this and it influences everything around you, you know, um, talking about YouTube, talking about books, we all, I know everybody on Instagram. (laughs) I know everybody out there in podcast land, you have thought about somebody and that person has called you, you. Look, (laughs) that person has called you. So, you know, that thoughts actually move they move and the closer the connection you have with that person the more likely they are to call you almost immediately like if it's right, your brother right, your sister right, your best right. friend your lover you're like man I really should call so and so beep, and beep beep, beep 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 there the phone is ringing mm-hmm. because that thought was it's instantaneous instantaneously right. Instan- transmitted you know so if you don't if if everybody out there just was honest with themselves, you know that your thoughts are moving. You know that your thoughts are influencing people and they're influencing situations. And you notice know you could walk into a room and you see somebody look at you and you know what they're thinking. You may not know the words going through their head, but you know whether it's positive or negative mm-hmm. because you can mm-hmm. feel the energy coming off of that person. Mm-hmm. And we know, you know, when you talk about intuition. You know, intuition, we know that gut feeling, you know, a lot of us were told by our grandparents, follow your first mind. You know, that's that's all of that ties into the law of attraction. What are you putting out and what are you receiving? Right, what are you right, putting right. out and what are you receiving? You know, and the, so. the law
1: is always in effect, whether you are aware of it or not, you're always using it. But the, the, the key is to consciously be using it. Because right. whatever you're thinking about and how you're feeling, you're pulling in off that frequency. So when you're not in control of your emotions and you always you find yourself in, in in negative emotions, at that point, you're pulling things on that frequency. You feel me? So it's about, once I understood the emotional part
0: mm-hmm.
1: was connected with the thoughts, mm-hmm. that was a game changer for me, you see? You're right. It, it, the, the emotional part is really that part that's really bringing it in. The thought mm-hmm. is the director of the, the force, but your emotions is actually part that 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 magnetic part is it's the bringing fuel. it in, right? Yeah, right, it's the right.
0: fuel. Yeah, I know as an athlete, probably anybody who's ever been an athlete and gone in that locker room and had that pep talk, mm-hmm. you know the power of emotion because mm-hmm. you could be losing the game right. and you could be completely demoralized and completely hopeless, and you walk into that locker room and the coach says something. And it doesn't even matter what the coach <laughs> says; it's how the coach says it. Right. It's it's that emotion that is transferred, and then the it it, it goes from one person. One person starts getting hyped, mm-hmm. and then the next person, and then it just there's a current that mm-hmm. goes through the room,
1: right, right? And then
0: it builds, and it builds, and it builds, and in that five minutes, you could go from completely demoralized to we are going to knock everybody out on that court like bowling pins. <laughs> right. they, nobody is going to stand in front of us in right. our way. We are going to win this game. Mm-hmm. And you, a lot of times you go out there and you do it. Mm-hmm. And that is the power of a thought being transferred through an right. emotion right. to right. actually become a thing. Mm-hmm. So we see this all the time, but we don't realize, you know, some people say, well, how are you able to get some of the things that you want done? A lot of times it's me sitting down and saying, this is what I want. Now I need to put myself in the state of mind to see it happen, to feel it happen, and then to act on it. Because sometimes you have this important call you need to make. You may need to get in the right state of mind before you make that call. You may need to get in the right emotional um, setting before you make mm-hmm. that call. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times I'm getting ready to submit writing. And I know they got a whole slush p- pile of writing, mm-hmm. but I know this is good, and I want it to be in their magazine. Mm-hmm. And so I sit there, and I first I imagine them open their email, mm-hmm. seeing my writing. I imagine mm-hmm. them reading it. I imagine them feeling like this would fit our magazine. There you go. You know, That's I ma- I see I see it. I don't know what they look like. They just a blur <laughs> on the screen. I just right. see a person. At their computer, opening this up and reading it. And I can see them, the light bulb going off in their head. I see their heart being full of, oh, this is really good. And then I picture myself getting an email, your writing was accepted. And every time I do that, every single time I do that, it gets gets accepted. Every Every time. time. Now, before I was doing that, (laughs) before I was doing that, I had so many rejections. I could probably, I probably had this many if I printed them all out. Because I wasn't setting up the stage for my success. I wasn't putting out. Now, first off, I had to be creating good material. I couldn't be sending out crap Mm -hmm. and expecting to have, you know, good results. But first you hone your talent and then you plant the seeds, you know what I'm saying, of seeing it happen for you and getting that. It would be real for me when I when I push send. And I had already imagined everything. I wasn't even worried about whether it was going to be accepted. I knew I was just waiting to hear back. I was just waiting to hear back because I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew that it was going to be accepted. And every time I've done that, it's happened, you know? And then on other occasions when it hasn't happened, I've had the security of knowing, okay, that door didn't open, but, Another one will because I know the
1: right one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know that this is gonna happen. I just don't know how. And, you know, that has happened too. Like, this person said no, but this person hooked me up with this person who said yes. Mm -hmm. And so it was just delayed. It wasn't Mm -hmm. denied, Mm -hmm. it was just delayed. And so I have gotten, and I'm getting better every day. I've gotten I've gotten really good at getting myself in the right state to receive. Mm-hmm. A lot of us are not used to receiving. We're used to we go into things with a negative mentality and then we wonder why things go wrong. Right. Well, you know, I'm gonna go on this date, but you know, men ain't you know <laughs> I mean, what you expect gonna happen if you're going it with that attitude, you know, right. rather than going on saying, you know, I'm gonna go on this date and I know I'm gonna have a great time. We may not be the perfect fit, but I know we're gonna have a great time. We're gonna get along. You know, we're gonna have this wonderful experience and I'm going to get something out of it. He's going to get something out of it. It's going to be a blessing for both of us. You can have that attitude, you know, so, mm-hmm. so what do you think about kind of setting yourself up for success with mentally? How, how have you done that?
1: You know. The same way you said, uh, I, I see it. I, I visualize the things that I want. I, I do the same thing you do. You have, to, you have to see it. Like, you have to actually use that God-given gift called your imagination. That's, that's the, the imagination is the mind in action. And that's the way you bring it in. Like I said, whether you're trying to do it or not, you're doing it. So if you're mm-hmm. thinking about the problem, then you cre- you're creating more of that problem. Right. If you're always thinking about the problem. But you got to get your mind on the, on the solution. Put your mind on, on on the answer, or just allow the answer to come and get your mind off the off the problem. By thinking about the problem, you're attracting more of the problem. And 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 by feeling how you feel about the problem, that's going to create more of it too. So it's about getting in that right space emotionally, and and seeing yourself with whatever you want to have. And man, it, it for me it works. It's, see, it's the law, and it, it works every time. Just like gra- the law of gravity is, is always working, it's always in effect, and this law is always in effect. It's just about. See, we wasn't taught this though. We, we, we wasn't taught to to right. to, to think, right? Good thoughts and, and control your thoughts and control your emotions. Like when things happen, we tend to let things make us feel a certain way rather than control our emotions and say, "No, nah, I'm gonna feel like this," rather than let, have, have, make a situation make you feel a certain way. You know. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I've learned really how to to not let situations. Make me feel I, everything to me is, is always working for you. No matter, even if it's bad, it's, it's, it's something you can't see beyond what's going on. But no matter what's happening, good or bad, it's always working for you. But you just have to know it and trust the process and and go through was that whatever was ever going whatever's going is happening. But most people, like I said, when something happens bad, we we from 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 young we start from young we start doing that. Mm-hmm. If something happens, we get mad and get frustrated, and that emotion. Once you get that emotion. It, it, you 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 just dare, you know, mm-hmm. until that until it fades away. But where I've learned to not let situations make me feel a certain way. I I affect the situation rather than it affect me, you know?
0: I agree with you <clears> on <throat> that. You know, um I heard Tony Robbins say that he sets himself up for success every morning. He has a ritual every morning. He gets up and he he goes through this you know, he has breathing techniques he does and different things he does. He takes a cold shower to get himself feeling invigorated, <laughs> all the stuff that he does. He does exercises every morning. Me, I listen to affirmations every morning mm-hmm. and I, I change them up sometimes, but you know, I notice I've been doing that for two years now, pretty much every single morning. And I bless, you know, Ian Van Zant has a book, you know, called, uh, my mind went blank. You can Google blessing your head by Ian Van Zant, but it's, it's a, thing where you basically bless your head. You basically bless. This is the seat of your consciousness. This is just the seat of your consciousness, you know? So you bless it and you, you thank God for this. Mm-hmm. You thank God for the wisdom here. You thank God for your ears. You thank God for the breath in your body that is sustaining in your life. Mm-hmm. And you set yourself up in the morning to bless yourself. Mm-hmm. And, first thing out of my mouth most mornings is thank you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, because just like I told you at the beginning of this, this broadcast, I look at my life. All I can do is say thank you, you know, cause I could be dead. Mm-hmm. I could be, I could be so many things could have happened, but I'm healthy, I'm alive, I'm, you know, moving forward. My dreams are coming true. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And and everything that I am desiring, all I'm doing is saying, okay, this is what I want. This is what I'm gonna do to get it. And it's gonna happen. Right. You know? You. And and just have no doubt, have no doubt. Because what I decided, I said this on a different podcast, I made a decision earlier this year that I was put here with the purpose and that purpose is designed to come to pass. Mm. And that is not, has nothing to do with me in a sense. I am just the vessel for the purpose. Mm -hmm. The purpose was designed to come to pass. You know, there's a scripture that says, um, God raised up. I think it was Esther. And if Esther hadn't been obedient, somebody else would have been found because the purpose has to come to pass. And so with the law of attraction, You're just saying, you know what, I'm going to get in flow with this purpose. I'm going to get my mind right. I'm going to take the limitations off my mind. I'm going to get my heart right, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to get all the, you know, I tell everybody this. Sometimes you need to stand on the ground with your feet on the ground, and you need to picture all the negativity going out of you into the ground. Because nature has a way of taking garbage and recycling it. Mm-hmm. If we give our waste air, mm-hmm. our carbon dioxide, mm-hmm. out into nature, it's got trees out there to pull it in and turn it into oxygen. Right. If we give our, our poop to nature, <laughs> it's going to pull all the nutrients, the nitrogen and whatever else is in there. It's going to make a plant grow. So if we let all that, you know, you just may need to stand up in your bedroom or whatever and picture hate, bitterness and resentment and disappointment, Mm. all of that. Just picture it just going, draining down through you, going down into the earth and let it go. And picture, you know, from the divine, everything that you need coming in through the top of your head, Mm -hmm. you know, peace and Love and you know, security and guidance and wisdom, and all just picture just filling you up. Mm-hmm. And you may need to do that every day until you get rid of all that negativity in you, right. you know. And then, you know, just to realize that we don't have to have that stuff in us, right. we can right. let it go, right? So, how have you, like, what I told you, I told them. And you, one way that I try to get rid of the negativity so that I can have room for the positivity, Mm -hmm. how, how do you try to get rid of the negativity?
1: Um, I, I do affirmations in the morning. Like one of my affirmations is I'm, I'm in heaven. I am in heaven and I, I am heaven. I'm in heaven because I am heaven. So in the morning I I set my day up in the morning. I set the day up. I don't just wake up and let the day go how it go. I set it up. I say it's going to be a good day. Mm -hmm. Today is going to be a learning day prosperous day mm. and when i do that the day is beautiful mm. even if i run into people and their negative emotions i don't i don't let that affect me it's like when they come around me they, they, they even are in the heavenly space you know <laughs> it's like it's that strong it's like the energy is so strong and i believe we, we're supposed to be affecting the atmosphere rather than going into an atmosphere and it, it affect you we're supposed to be affecting the atmosphere you know what i'm saying so that's what I do. I like the namaste thing. I I, I namaste everything. I, I recognize the divine in everything. People, even when people not showing you the, the, the divine side, I I namaste them and I connect with that part of them because the divine is in everyone. So whether a person's not in the divine within himself, you can rise above that frequency and still connect to the, the divine in them. So I, I namaste people, and right in front of your face, you'll see people that they, that they, they change. They change right in front of, right especially right now with 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 the energy being increased in the atmosphere with this coronavirus and everything mm-hmm. what's going on is the energy is being increased the atmosphere everything is speeding up mm-hmm. the planet is, is speeding its vibration up the universe is, is increasing its, its vibration so now we got the, the 5g they, they're trying to keep up with with the with the universe so we, we're going from 4g to 5g mm-hmm. and this is what's going on is we're going from from like the third dimension to the f- to the fourth dimension to the fifth dimension, everything is is getting increased and, and heightened up. So you gotta raise your frequency up with the planet and with the universe. So like, if you're thinking negative thoughts, those things are happening faster now. Mm. Like whatever you're thinking about is happening faster because of this increase in the energy. So it is it, about right right now is a, is a crucial time to know how to use these laws because if you if you're not using them correctly, it'll be working against you. Mm. You know you wonder why the things you don't want to happen are happening because you're focusing on these things. Instead of focusing on what you want, you focusing on what you don't want. And it, that's why, that's why it's happening. You, you get more of what you don't want. And it's about really just keeping your energy and your mind on the things that you want to happen. And, and, and once you do that, man, you will see those things manifest like soon, like quick, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? A while, like a, a while ago, you, you, it took about maybe months for things to manifest. But I'm talking about you get instant results right now.
0: <laughs> I agree. Now, you know, I know that when I first started trying to use the law of attraction, I struggled a lot Mm -hmm. because I saw it as positive thinking. I saw it as being like a Pollyanna. Like, you know, I saw it as putting on rose colored glasses. I saw it as not being realistic. Um, I didn't really understand the full principle of it. And I also didn't understand that my subconscious Mm -hmm. was a big factor Mm -hmm. because, you know, scientists say that about 85 to 90% of what we do every day is Mm -hmm. habitual Mm -hmm. It's we don't think about it. Mm -hmm. We get up and we eat the same breakfast. We brush our teeth the same way. We drive to work the same way. We can even zone out driving to work because we've done it so many times. It's a habit and we're operating on autopilot Mm -hmm. and we don't even realize it. So what happens sometimes is, you know, somebody says something to you, you react automatically Mm -hmm. because you don't even think about it. You just react because you're so used to reacting to that particular stimulus, that particular way. And I didn't understand when I started using the law of attraction that what had to happen first before this outer world changed, this inner world had to change. And that's why a lot of people don't see it happen because they expect the outer world to change first, but they don't understand that this is where it starts. You got to get rid of like all of the negativity here, all of the negativity here, that's got to be gone first Mm -hmm. and then it starts to come out into the world. And so when I say I started this two years ago, you know, in earnest, the first I don't know, six, seven months or something like that. I saw little changes here and there, little changes. I saw things weren't bothering me as much. I saw I was more relaxed. I saw that I was making better connections with people. I saw I was communicating better. It was little things. Mm -hmm. I was like, hmm, okay, that was new. Mm -hmm. I would have gotten upset about that, but I I didn't get upset (laughs) about that. And then... Then bigger things started to happen. Opportunities started to open up. Doors started to open up. People started to ask things from me, you know, in terms of, can you come here? Can you do this? Then it started to show up financially. I'm like, I'm making more money now. Mm -hmm. But it was consistency. So a lot of times people are like, oh, that stuff does not work. I tried it for a month. Okay, yeah. It may not work in a month. It may not. I'm telling you, it may not work in a month. It may not work in two months. It may not work in three months. You may need to, again... It's like a seed in the ground. If you put a seed in the ground today, you're not going to have a tree in a month. Right. You're not going to have it. It's just not going to happen. So what we're talking about, it's a lifestyle change. It's not an overnight success. It's you actually changing this and changing this so that it moves through you and you actually are able to change your world. And so I tell people all the time, oh, yeah, it works. Not overnight. Right. It works, but this is going to change. This is going to change first. You know, you're going to, you're going to realize, like, for example, you're going to start realizing where you, where you hold your stress. Do you hold it in your shoulders? Do you hold it in your lower back? Oh, my back doesn't hurt anymore. Cause I'm not so stressed out. Mm-hmm. You know, my knees don't hurt like they used to. Cause I've been getting all that negativity out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And people think they have a lot of ailments because of, well, my mama had high blood pressure. My daddy had high blood pressure. There's a genetic factor, but there's also a stress factor. Right.
1: Right.
0: Stress kills. Mm-hmm. And the law of vibration, the law of attraction can help you have a longer life by just you getting rid of all that negativity and bringing in positivity. So you're not storing all that stress in your Arteries and veins and the lining of your stomach and getting ulcers and all that kind of stuff. So again, it's it's about a lifestyle change. It's about it's about really changing from the inside
1: right, right. out. The outer world is a reflection of what's going on in your inner world. Yeah. So when things are out of place, you think you gotta go deal with it outside. No, you gotta go within. <laughs> yeah. Cause like I said, like the outer world is reflecting what's going on within you. There's a DVD out. On YouTube called In the World, Outer Worlds, and it breaks that down, break it down to the T, hmm. and it shows you how everything that's going on in your outer world is just a reflection of what's going on within you. And so once you change, then your 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 experiences start to change. And you know, being a teacher, I've
0: seen this a lot in education everybody knows who's been to school that there are kids that mm-hmm. will act up in everybody's class, but there's that one teacher they won't act up in. Mm-hmm. Right. Why is that? Why is that? <laughs> it's not always cause the teachers mean it's because the teacher radiates something, mm-hmm. whether it's love, caring, whether it's, you know, you better not try that with me, whatever it is, that kid knows. And sometimes you don't even have to say nothing to the kid. Sometimes a kid can look at you and they can feel the vibration coming off of you. Like you better not show that, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. and I think the elders, they used to have the, like my grandmother, I never heard my grandmother raise her voice. Not one time in the whole time she was alive. My grandmother would lift her eyebrow. (laughs) She lift her eyebrow. She would look at us, Uh, whatever we were doing, we would stop because from her inner, she was vibrating to us. Stop. Uh-huh. That was it. We knew to stop. There was no questioning why. There was no asking any questions. Mm-hmm. It was stop. It was so strong coming from her as a person that didn't matter if even the adults would stop, whatever, <laughs> you know, because she had that demeanor. Uh. And so some of our elders, they knew about having that that inner world that they could really push out to us, you know? And, and I remember I was watching, um, I've been, I've been reading books on metaphysics recently and one of the books was talking about, um, realizing that your energy goes out and that also you can make it go out in terms of like they, in this one book, he was saying that, if you want to change the energy in a room, picture yourself, just picture the heart, picture love Mm -hmm. coming from your heart center Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and going out into that room and just enveloping the room in, in that love and watch, watch the atmosphere change. And I remembered before I had listened to this, 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 you know, book when I used to get on stage and set up my shows That's what I would be picturing as I was talking to the people. I would be picturing, you know, when I would be talking to them about how this, what we're doing, this music, this comedy, this poetry, is just storytelling. We've been doing this since we were people in villages. I would just picture this was my village and Mm -hmm. we're sitting around a fire Mm -hmm. and we all love each other Mm -hmm. and we're here together to just be in this community. And I would just feel this love Mm -hmm. and I would just go you know, into the audience, and and people would come up to me after the show, and they would be like, there was just so much love in the room, it just felt so good, it felt, the energy was, I just felt so much love in the room, and at the time, I was like, oh yeah, okay, that was great, That was. I, I'm so glad you did, I didn't actually realize until I Read that book.
1: That that was an effect from you. I was doing it.
0: You know what I'm saying? I was doing it, and then the people who came on stage, who were loving what they were doing and loving connecting with the audience, they were adding to it. They were putting Mm -hmm. out their love, Mm -hmm. and it was just love
1: everywhere. Just love love. all over the place. Before I go to them shows, my whole purpose for doing poetry is to vibrate love to the people in the crowd and love and. And just good energy, because I know they got people in the audience who Mm want to be up there, Mm -hmm. but they're afraid, Mm -hmm. you know? So I be trying to inspire other people to find their own purpose with my light, you know what I'm saying? That's what I be trying to do. That's what I be doing. (laughs) Speaking
0: of light, you know, you mentioned not letting the atmosphere change you, you. but changing the atmosphere. You You know, I have these shirts, and they have the, the flame on them. And that was one of the ideas for my luminous design is that when you have a dark room, it only takes one candle to light up a dark room and it's not dark anymore. You know, it may not be bright as sunlight, mm-hmm. but it's not dark anymore. Mm-hmm. One candle changes that whole room. Right. You know, one spotlight can change a whole, you could put one spotlight outside your house and it can light up the whole street. Right. You know, so, being the light is so powerful and and sometimes we don't understand how much one light can change because one light can make somebody else turn on their light and then it right. could you know magnify and and so i think also about the law of attraction your vibe Brings in your tribe. That's right.
1: yep.
0: You know what I mean? And, and I realized that when I, you know, sometimes people get on Facebook and they complain about the people in their life. And a lot of times when they do that, I say, what are you putting out? Mm-hmm. Because when I used to complain about the people in my life, when I really looked at myself, I needed to change. And when I changed those people changed they moved out they mm-hmm. didn't feel comfortable they they vacated themselves mm-hmm. and different people came in right right you know and i was like hmm the quality of the people that i'm attracting is different now right and then the every time i elevate my mindset every time i elevate my goals every time i elevate my 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 lifestyle in terms Mm -hmm. of like being more disciplined, being more (laughs) self-controlled, being more focused, being more positive. Every time Mm -hmm. people go out and people come in Mm -hmm. every single time. And so now it's like the group of people that I have now in my life, it's a totally different group of people. Then the people that I had now, the only ones that have stuck around are the ones like you, for example, that mm-hmm. we on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We on the same vibe, mm-hmm. but a lot of those people, they, they're not there anymore because mm-hmm. they can't relate. They don't feel comfortable. You know what I mean? So, we
1: are vibrational people. Yeah. And all of this is every sound is vibration. Everything happens from vibration. Everything is even in stillness. There's still vibration going on. You see, mm-hmm. and it's like your phone. Right. You, a person could be on the other side of the planet, and you pick up your phone, and you call them, and you can you you can talk to them in real time, even though they're four hours, f- five hours away. Mm-hmm. And, and the laws of attraction, are, it works the same way. Those mm-hmm. those phones are showing you how the laws of attraction work. Mm-hmm. So it's like whatever you're trying to get or you want, you have to vibrate to the frequency of that thing, mm-hmm. mentally mm-hmm. and emotionally. Yeah. And that's just, that's, man, that's what it is. So it's like people need to know that because, like I said, man, all of the things that's going on in the world and people trying to fight for justice and the injustice in the world. And and the more they complain about the injustice, they're actually creating more of that un, un, injustice, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's really it's, it's a, it's a matter of just speaking what you want. And rather than saying, I don't want this, but speaking on what you do want. Because when you, when you, when you say, I don't want this, you're actually going to get more of what you don't want. Like universe, the universe, the universe don't recognize don't.
0: Exactly. It's picking up
1: on what you're talking about. Right. So if, you, if you're speaking about the, the, the police brutalities and, and what's going on, you're actually, you're not helping. <laughs> you're, you're creating it. more of that. So it's yeah. about just seeing peace, speaking peace, speaking what you want. Just like the phones where you got you got to vibrate to the frequency. Like if you want money, you can't be, even though you might not have the money, you have to feel like you're, you, you have the money. You got to feel like a millionaire before you become a millionaire.
0: Well, you know, one <laughs> thing, um... Deepak Chopra has a book, I think it's called the seven laws of abundance or something like mm-hmm. that. And he said that, uh, if you want money, you need to start giving. Right. And, and I'm not talking about just giving, he's saying giving all the time, whatever you have. So he said, give everybody. You see a compliment. That's giving, right? Right. You know, give people a hand. You know, mm-hmm. you see somebody struggling with their groceries, now I know it's COVID, you know, but you you might want to give them a, open the door for them or something, you know, where you don't have to touch them, right. but but give them a hand because when you give, the universe is transactional, just like I mentioned earlier with nature, we give the trees carbon dioxide, they give us oxygen. There's a transaction a going, on. going on. Right. It's it's a we all learn the water cycle, right? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, you have. What rises up comes down as water, right? Right. You have evaporation, you have condensation, it's a transaction, it's a wheel Mm -hmm. or the life cycle, you know, things are born, they die, things are born, they die. You know, we have the, the predator and the prey, all that, you know, we have, it's all transactional. Mm -hmm. So you can't be expecting to just receive, 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 receive. You got to actually put out, (laughs) give to receive, to give, to to give, to receive.
1: We say say the energy that you give is the energy energy that that you receive. receive. (laughs)
0: Exactly. It's transactional. So people are sitting here with their hand out, but they're not giving anything out Mm -hmm. to be getting something back. It's transactional. Everything is transactional. So the universe was created that way. That is how it works. And so if you're not in line with that, if you're not giving out whatever you have, mm-hmm. whether it's help, whether it's advice, positive, you know, something constructive, then you can't be expecting mm-hmm. stuff. Right. You have to actually be giving out to get something.
1: One of my teachers uh, was like, uh, he said, are you paying the bills? Mm-hmm. Or are the bills paying you? Mm-hmm. And instantly I, I understood it, what he was saying. And some other people was like, huh? I don't get it. So it was like, are you paying the bills? Or are the bills paying you? So it's like, like money money circulates, mm-hmm. so if you have a problem with it going out, you got a problem with it coming in too, mm. so when you're paying the bills, you should be excited to pay the bills. be happy to pay the bills, be thankful that you even can pay the bills, yeah, but see when you when you' paying the bills and you're mad about paying the bills, you're not allowing that flow to come back, you're not allowing that circulation to mm-hmm. continue going, and even Dr Reverend Ike even spoke on that he speak he spoke on. Don't even use the word "spin" because when you say "I'm," um, you spin it. Spend, once you spin it, it's gone. Mm. But put in your mind that you're circulating. That means that once it goes out, it's, it it got to come back.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, there was a person I don't remember who said it. She said, don't use the word money, use the word currency. Currency. The
1: because yes. currency
0: is the idea of <laughs> right. it's a flow,
1: uh-huh. a
0: flow. Yeah. It's always, it's cur- whenever I, <laughs> whatever I give out is coming it's right coming back, back to me. Whatever I give out is coming right back to me. Yeah. And I always have, I always have because I'm in a flow. Mm-hmm. It's currency, mm-hmm. you know, and when I started thinking like that, it started to happen for me. Mm-hmm. I started giving out and it started coming right, right back. I was like, well, right. look at that. Well, I started giving out. It could come right back. Mm-hmm. I was like, and, and the first t- couple of times it happens to you, like that shit worked. <laughs> 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 and then, then, then you like, Oh, I like this. I'm gonna keep doing this, you know. So it's 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 really exciting, and it starts off small and it builds. You know what I mean? So it's just like anything else; it builds. So it's it's very exciting when you actually start seeing small, like on my son, small changes, big results. A small change in just what you call money Mm -hmm. is it can have big results, mm-hmm. a small change in terms of your attitude towards money, whether mm-hmm. than you hold it on to it. Like you can't yeah. let it go, let so it go. So it can come back, <laughs> let it flow, you know? And, and also I think some people, I know I had to do this. There's a book, uh, Florence Scovel shit. I've mentioned her mm-hmm. on a couple of, uh, yes. podcasts, yeah. that woman whoo, she's dead now, but she used to say stuff like, um, I spend money wisely without fear mm-hmm. because I know it's going it's to come back, back right. and I know that the universe is providing for me. And that whole idea of without fear, mm-hmm. that was a game changer mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. because a lot of times I would sit there with my budget and not be in fear. Mm-hmm. Can I make it to the end of the month? Can Mm -hmm. I make it the next two weeks? Mm -hmm. Can I pay this? Will this get cut off? All I'm thinking is fear, fear, fear. And that's scarcity. Yeah. Rather than say, you know what? I'm going to relax. I'm going to just shake all this off. And I'm going to realize that. God is abundant.
1: Abundance is natural. Oh, my gosh.
0: I about to say,
1: and you said the fucking get it out. Abundance. <laughs> yes, that's natural. Abundance is natural. Abundance is natural. Is
0: natural. And, and I can just breathe, and I can just make the best decisions I can make the wisest decisions I can and believe that doors are going to open for me. Opportunities are going to open for me. Um, People are going to call me up to, to do this or that for them. People are going to gift me with money. People are going to, whatever is going to happen. I don't need to know where it's coming from. All I need to know is that I'm going to attract it through having the right attitude and the right actions and the right thoughts and even the right words. Mm -hmm. And I'm putting myself in the position to receive,
1: mm-hmm. I believe uh, she has a book called uh, "Your Mind Is Your Magic Wand." Mm-hmm. One of her books. See, I yeah, do, your, I, word I, your word is your wand. Your word is your magic wand. Your word, w- word yeah, is your, your word wand. Is your yeah. Wand. See, I do. I mean, I do a lot of audio books. I, I drive oh, a yeah. truck, right? So, man, I'm in my truck all day. I'm just, I got, on, I got on audiobooks all day. Mm-hmm. So, I be in the truck just studying all day. And I, I think I know a couple of her books. She, she's powerful. She's she
0: very is powerful. very <laughs> powerful. I mean, I, I listen to. Uh, I listen to her affirmations every day and I'm telling you, it has changed my life tremendously because what, what she did for me. And this again, when I talk about creating that goal setting toolbox, sometimes for me, I'm going to speak for myself. I did not realize how low the ceiling was that I had on my success. Mm -hmm. When I started listening to her, it was like, she just blew that MF up. I mean, She just blew it up. I was like, Boom, the ceiling just went, it just disappeared. Mm. Because I realized that I was the one limiting myself. Right, right. I was the one who was thinking that it was hard to get money, that it was hard for this to happen, that, that I had to do all of this, rather than just be like, you know what? When you put a seed in the ground, right, and you water it, and you put fertilizer on it, that thing can grow up 100 feet. But I'm, I'm worried about it getting to, to five foot mm-hmm. when it has the potential to grow up to 100 or more feet. Mm-hmm. And, and when I started realizing that, that I'm putting seeds in the ground, all of these different seeds, they have so much potential within them. I don't even know how much potential is within them. You know, I didn't know when I did my first show that I was going to end up with a line of merch, that I was going to end up with a podcast. All of that potential was in the first show. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know it. You know, I didn't know that all of this was in me. I was scared to podcast. Mm. I was like, "I don't know anything about technology. <laughs> you know what? You don't have to, right? Because you can get connected with the right people. Like I'm wearing this shirt right here. Still Visionary Inc, Mr. John Ross Dyke, who is <laughs> our videographer over there. Yeah. And again, people connecting with people, you know what I'm saying. I didn't know when I met him a year ago and he wanted me to come on his podcast that he was going to end up doing my podcast (laughs) because I wasn't even thinking about a podcast. Mm -hmm. So everything just lines up. And when you start to take the limitations off and you start to say, I am a success, Mm -hmm. I am, you know, I am. She says something, I am experiencing my perfect self-expression. That is powerful mm-hmm. to have the idea that I can perfectly express myself, that I can express myself completely fully, mm-hmm. you know? And I thought I was expressing myself fully when I was doing the live <laughs> shows, when I was publishing my poetry mm-hmm. and, and my essays. I didn't know that I could be a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. I could do the podcast, all of this. But God knew, right? you know? And, and those there were little seeds that were you know putting me like you should do a podcast me me i I should do a podcast <laughs> yeah, you should do a podcast, oh uh, okay, I would think about it, you know, so um so tell us kind of I know you're an artist, so tell us about your art and and what you do, you know with
1: well, my poetry, like I say, I come from a music background, so but I always wrote about. Just positive things, spiritual things. So my my, my music was always on a poetry level. So when I'm doing poetry, my poetry really is just lyrics of songs without the music. You know what I'm saying? So, but now since I've been doing poetry, I kind of I write I write music, but now I write more of a poetry style poetry too, rather than it rhyming more. I, I talk a little more than making it worry about it, it rhyming with the music. You know what I'm saying? But it's man, the whole thing is like for me is is is, is finding your purpose. You know what I'm saying? Finding, me, like, but for me, I've been um here for three years now, right? And from coming from New Orleans, I was doing music first. But I right before I left, I started doing poetry. They had a little spot out there doing poetry. But it's not like out here. Like, out here, the poetry is booming. Out there, it's like every now and then somebody might do a little poetry event. So I started doing the poetry a little bit. So when I got out here and I got on Facebook, I saw so much stuff came back about poetry. I am like, Wow. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm talking about y'all gets it in out here. You hear me? (laughs) So it's like, man, my whole thing is I believe that once you get on your purpose path, everything else that you're trying to do, you'll find it on that path. Mm -hmm. But but, but people don't really put their purpose first. People like trying to find a wife, a husband, or people want everything else. But I believe that if you put your purpose first and get on that path right there, everything else you want is going to come right to you. Right on time, right when you wanted to come. Right on time, you know. So I, I speak on my whole purpose is trying to find help other find their purpose. I want I want to help those that haven't found their purpose to find their purpose. And to me, it's like if if you could just quiet your mind, because it's already within you. The seed that has been planted within you, and it's about just quieting yourself and letting that seed fertilize and and letting that let, let letting it come up. You know. Mm-hmm. But like I said, you you just have to just. Get all of the negative emotions out the way, the negative thoughts out the way, the fears out the way, the worries, the stress. And once you can do all of that, that's what'll allow that seed to come come forward, and you'll find what you're supposed to be doing. So, like I've, I've been solo, single since I've been here for three years, and like God told me, look, find, get on your purpose pad, mm-hmm. do the, do that, and you'll find that woman on that pad right there. So I, when I'm out here in, um, at these shows in the, in the streets, I don't, I don't even be looking. I'm trying to find a, a lady. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and I'm I'm I'm, I'm, worry, I'm worrying about doing my poetry, doing my music. i I'm, I started doing this um the, uh, acting and stuff more out here. Now I'm I'm filming my own uh projects. I'm working on the, um actually uh, uh, a chakra short movie. I'm trying to do a, a chakra movie. But I'm gonna ha- have people actually playing the parts of the chakras and the, and wearing the the colors of the chakra, and just showing you how how all that plays a part in in you and, in in your purpose and in, in your body and and your, your mind and your emotions. All of that plays a part, you know. what I'm saying the breathing, like breathing, like people. When you're not thinking about breathing, you're not really breathing properly. When you, because when you're not thinking about it, we do this little this half-ass breathing thing where we just not taking in all the oxygen. That's, that's all right here. Mm. So it, it, if you could just learn how to breathe and take in all the oxygen and and then push it all out, all of that stuff clears the mind and it, it 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 relaxes the body. And once you can relax the mind and your body, you can allow that that divine presence within to start talking to you. Start letting you know what you need to be doing and how you need to be doing it, you know? (laughs) So that's why I'm coming out with the uh, the T-shirt brand Namaste just uh, as a reminder that the divine is within you and the divine is within everyone else. The divine is, everything is the divine. Everything Everything is God expressing himself, whether you know it or not. The trees, the earth, the wind, the stars, it's all the divine, you know, including us. We all are part of the divine and we and once you recognize that you can start to experience that part of yourself, you know.
0: <clears throat> I agree with you on that. I agree. You know, I I talk about how sometimes I'm in nature and our ancestors lo- used to look at nature a lot and see the the lessons Within nature, whether they were looking at the elephant or looking at the ant, even in the Bible, it talks about look at the ant, thou sluggard, you know, how it is planning for its future. And even, you know, sometimes you'll see on Facebook, people will have these uh, memes from like movies like an ant's life. (laughs) And there's really powerful messages in looking at nature and how nature works and um, just really realizing that we can learn from the animal kingdom. We can learn from even just sitting by the water and just listening. You know, the the vibration of nature is perfect. So if you need to get away from stress, go sit by some water, go walk in the woods, let the vibration of nature just sink into you. That perfect stillness, that perfect peace with the birds chirping every now and then the crickets going every now and then everything that the music of nature, just let that just, you know, be there and, and let you know that, you know, everything will be all right, you know, and it's, it's free. You can walk in nature and it's free, (laughs) you know, and just get away from all the hustle and bustle and the noise and get quiet and get still, you know, so, so those things are really powerful. Um, So we are definitely going to play your music. Uh, I want you to tell the people about your music because we're going to put it at the end of this episode. And also tell people where they can find you, because yeah. we're going to have to kind of close out the episode. Okay, okay.
1: So Well, uh, the two tracks that I sent you uh, is on my new project, Portrait Over Beats, Volume 2. And that song, The Black Man's Magic, is me. I'm really breaking down the laws of attraction in, in that song. You know what I'm saying? Breaking down the the, the science of it, you know? <laughs> so you can uh, definitely, y'all going to enjoy that one. And, uh, you know, let's meditate. That's pretty much me uh, just talking about how we how to use... That creative energy, all that sexual energy, how you can use that also instead of be wasting it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> instead of wasting it, you can use that to create and to heal and and to connect with your with that divinity within you. You know what I'm saying? Like people, we wouldn't talk the science of sex. You know what I'm talking about? And a lot of people don't know nothing about the science of sex. So uh, I'm actually that's gonna be. That's in my, I'm writing a book too. That's gonna be in my book as far as knowing how to not waste that energy because it's it's being wasted. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people. They, 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 that energy, when you're not using it right, it can distract you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, people just want to, uh, skeet-skeet. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? But, but that skeet-skeet, that, that that's why we uh, end up getting sick and dying at an early age and getting old at an early age. and not supposed to be getting old like that, you know what I'm saying? But that uh, energy is not, it's, it, it, it wasn't meant to be wasted like that. It's supposed to be preserved and, and used to create your purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you can find me um, on Instagram and Facebook. Just stay posted with there, and you'll find out when the album will be dropping and when I'll be having it on, on all the streams and all, all the platforms for you for you, you, you guys to stream it. Just follow me on uh, Instagram at Siraj Wilson and also on Facebook at Siraj Wilson to keep you guys posted on what's going on.
0: And speaking of meditation, if you've never meditated, go to YouTube. There are great, 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 wonderful guided meditations on YouTube, you know, that will have you breathe, you know, breathe in four counts, breathe out eight counts, picture this, picture that, you know, if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling angry, picture this happening, picture that happening. Um, meditation is taking your mind and using it to actually heal yourself and and to quiet those thoughts so that you can actually, once you meditate, sit down and journal, right? You know, sit down and journal what ideas come to you because you're actually getting in contact with your subconscious. You're getting in contact with, with that purpose. Right. And a lot of really great ideas have come to me after I've just meditated, you know, just done some breathing, just sat quietly. And then in that stillness, you can hear. In that stillness, you can envision all the things that need to happen and things can become very clear. All the clutter right. just goes right. away right. And, and you have this clear path in front of you. So but it does take time. The first couple of times you meditate, it's probably gonna your be Your mind be going everywhere. Yeah, your mind gonna go <laughs> everywhere. But I use a lot of YouTube meditations. I bought books on meditation. I've learned, you know, Different breathing techniques, you know, fire breaths, Zazen breaths, um, all of that is super, super, super helpful. Um, And also, if you didn't know this, when you meditate, when you breathe, you actually take yourself back to what they call the alpha state. Mm -hmm. And the alpha state is... It's that state that you get into right before you go to sleep or right Mm -hmm. when you wake up. Mm -hmm. It's when your mind is really suggestive and you can actually go in and rework your subconscious. You can actually get rid of a lot of garbage because Mm -hmm. your subconscious is malleable. It's actually
1: maneuverable when you're in that state. That's that God part. That's the part that's doing all the do's. Yeah. It's it's, it's got your blood flowing without you even thinking about it. Yeah. It, it does all the parts. So that's why when you, when you write those things down, that's the subconscious mind is receiving that. And that's why those things are happening.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, when you get in that alpha state and, and you are not in your normal conscious mind, but you're in this slightly more receptive mind state, um, it's just It just opens up your creativity. It opens up your imagination. You see possibilities. You see different things that you might not have thought of before. And um, it, it just is a very powerful way to to just tap into some of that hidden potential. Mm-hmm. And, again, like I said, journaling, getting all that stuff written down. When you're in that state, just get it all down, and you can go back and look at it and say, Hmm, that's a really good idea. Let me (laughs) put that in it, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, so, um, so I want to thank Siraj for coming on out and um, I definitely want to, we're going to be adding the music into the podcast version of this episode. So you'll be able to hear the music. Um, And I want to thank you guys for being with us. And we, like I said, are going to be coming back with some other episodes. I have a, Uh, A goal-setting workshop coming up on January 2nd that I want you guys to sign up for. You can sign up for it on my website, laughsandlyrics.com. And I'm going to be, again, taking you through a lot of these things, these tools that I was talking about to help you build a better life. I believe that when you learn, you should teach. Right. And, you know, I've learned some things, and I definitely want to help people to go beyond the vision board. Vision boards are wonderful, but there's so much more that we can do besides vision boards Mm -hmm. to get our goals, Mm -hmm. you know, accomplished. And so I want to provide some of those tools and techniques that I've learned so that people can really make 2021 amazing and really bring their, their dreams to life. So thank you for joining us and may you walk in Zenergy. Yeah. Give the gift of lift, lift people up, lift people up. So when they look at your, your shirt, they look at your mug, they get an inspiring message. They're lifted. Mm